Nearly 50 years ago, Len Ragazin formulated the idea of speed ratings. Today, the Ragazin sheets are still America's premier speed rating product. Who uses Len Ragazin speed ratings? Trainers use the Ragazin sheets to place their horses. Breeders check the Ragazin sheets before making million-dollar decisions. And jockey agents consult the Ragazin sheets when choosing which horse to ride. But most importantly, the Ragazin sheets are used by players like you. The Ragazin Sheets are available online at thesheets.com. Our website also offers free introductory material, including an online seminar. You can also receive free introductory material by calling us directly at 212-674-3123. That's the Ragazin Sheets at 212-674-3123. Ragazin, the most respected name in racing. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Have you heard the news? You can get free Formulator Pass performances with TRF Bets. Sign up to get the best bonus in racing with a $250 deposit match and a $10 free bet, plus free Formulator Pass performances. Enjoy all the perks of using Formulator with projected odds, trainer patterns, race and horse notes, replays, and more. Never pay for past performances again. Just use the promo code WINNING when you register at drf.com bet. That's winning at drf.com bet. It's post time for Thoroughbred Los Angeles, the most informative and profitable hour of horse racing found anywhere. Thoroughbred Los Angeles is brought to you by Santa Anita. Come out and watch and wager at iconic Santa Anita Park. By Daily Racing Form, exclusive past performance content provider for Thoroughbred Los Angeles. By the Lay Meridian Hotel in Arcadia, just a furlong east of Santa Anita. Call 626-777-6699 for reservations. By Legacy Ranch, get your young horses started right at Legacy Ranch. By Horsebills.com, enjoy billing made easy through Horsebills.com. By the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association, it pays to own a cow bred. By the Ragazin Sheets, the most effective handicapping tool available. Get the sheets. By Los Alamitos Night Quarter Horse Racing. Sometimes your best day of racing is at night. By Bruce Finkelstein's BetOnBruce.com. Selections from Northern and Southern California each racing day. By the Derby Room at Fairplex Park in Pomona. The Inland Empire's newest and best satellite wagering facility. And by the South Point Casino in Las Vegas, where the action never stops. And now, here are your hosts, John Lindo and Bob Ike. And welcome to Thoroughbred Los Angeles, a Saturday edition. I'm Bob Ike. I'll bring in my co-host, John Lindo. 
Very soon here. It is a Saturday edition, and weather is a major factor throughout the country. A number of tracks have canceled today, including Oaklawn Park, Aqueduct, Turfway Park, Laurel, and Charlestown. Rain was expected at Santa Anita. Kept watching the forecast all week. We're supposed to have showers by now and rain hitting probably mid-card, but that seems to be holding off. At least that's the latest report. So we may get through this card here at Santa Anita unscathed. What we do have on tap, besides the nine races at Santa Anita starting at 1230, we've got a good card from the fairgrounds, which starts at 10 o'clock Pacific, 13 races, including the LeCompte, which is a three-year-old prep race on the road to the Kentucky Derby, eight races at Golden Gate, 115 starting time, and Gulf Stream Park has a good 11 race card kicking off very shortly. The weather there is good. The coast-to-coast bets are in effect today, and the feature at Gulfstream is the Sunshine Classic 75,000. That goes as race number nine. So, John Lindo, good morning. Uh, We've had to watch weather all over. We see a number of cancellations, but it looks like, knock on wood, we could get through this Santa Anita card pretty much unscathed. Good morning. Good morning, Bob. Let's keep our fingers crossed because with those cancellations, the focus, especially in the afternoon, will be on fairgrounds and Santa Anita, and we've got Gulfstream Park in the morning, enough to keep us horse players busy and some good wagering opportunities today. You know, John, I kept looking at the report. I was, uh, whether I was looking, it was going to hit at 1 o'clock or 2 o'clock. That's the absolute worst thing for a racetrack because we've got turf races scheduled uh, 5th, 7th, and 9th today. It puts the track in a very difficult situation because you don't want to have those rolling bets start and then have to take them off the turf. That ruins all the rolling bets because those turf races become an all on the payouts. So uh, it's a very tough situation to be in, especially when the rain hasn't started early enough. And and it hasn't started, and, and, and I think that's where we're at, John. But from what I could tell, I think we're going to be able to get through this card. Right. Uh, it looks like the weather would be good at uh, Gulfstream Park as far as the coast-to-coast goes. The races 5 and 6 today at Santa Anita are part of that coast-to-coast $1 pick 5. Race 5 is on the grass, so let's hope we can at least get through there because you hate to start you know, that wager at Gulfstream Park, like you say, and uh, the storm comes in and you take that race off at Santa Anita and you get the all, and it, it just kind of kills any of the potential payoffs. So fingers crossed we can get through this. And if the rain is going to come in, you know, let, let's get this card done and we'll deal with uh, tomorrow, tomorrow. Well, John, first, before we get to the handicapping, we want to talk about some some CHRB uh, things this week, a meeting, a, a letter to the CHRB addressing the future of so- Southern California racing. So why don't you, first of all, start us off with what that letter entailed and then we're going to bring in steve anderson from daily racing forum to kind of fill us in on some of the other factors so first of all the letter to the chrb well letter was sent in by the track operators in southern california from del mar los alamitos and the first racing group at santa anita and also the thoroughbred owners of california all four groups signed off uh, you know, kind of breaking down the issues going on with racing, not only in Northern California, but the, how it affects Southern California. And there were some pretty sobering numbers in the report in, in that since 2003, the full crop in California has dropped somewhere around 66 percent. 
And in, in, since 2003, the number of races has dropped in Southern California by 39%. And the number of runners in that 20-year period has also dropped about 42%. So we've seen a drastic drop-off in the number of races, the number of horses, and the number of horses available. And uh, the other thing that came out in that report was the fact that, uh, you know, we know that there was a big purse overpayment at, at Golden Gate, which is why there's a 25% purse reduction going on right now. But uh, we also found out that there's been a purse overpayment at Santa Anita of about $4 million and down at Del Mar uh, a little over $2 million. So those purse accounts are overdrawn. We're going to have to figure out a way to put the money back in those accounts and uh, so there's a lot going on and a lot of questions that have to be resolved. And they had uh, a lot of this was discussed at the California Horse Racing Board meeting this past Thursday. And that's why we want to bring in Steve Anderson from Daily Racing Forum. He covers these kind of events for the forum as well as uh, all of his other work. He does great work here in Southern California. I think he even does some handicapping up north. Steve, good morning. How are you doing? Good morning to you guys as well. Hi. So John touched on the purse overpayments, and let's just kind of define what that is. It's it's sort of a misnomer. It's not an it actually the overpayment means you have a shortfall in the purse money. Isn't that correct? And the easiest way to describe it is the purse debt, because the handle has failed to keep pace with the expectations and the amount of my prize money that has been paid out. So therefore, uh, both tracks, uh, including Golden Gate up north, through all three tracks have paid out prize money greater to what they've brought in and handled. So, therefore, in order to balance those books, unfortunately, the only way around it is to cut purses. And, therefore, uh, you've seen that over the last, uh, periodically since last spring, Sanity, they did it last spring. Uh, there was a cut at Del Mar uh, just a few months ago for their autumn meeting, and there's one that has taken place particularly to stakes races at the current Santa Anita meeting, and that will continue. There will probably be another decline in purse levels for the uh, spring portion of the Saturday to meeting in uh, late April through mid-June, and there will probably, in all likelihood, be cuts to the Del Mar program through stakes and overnight races, uh, the extent of which is still undefined, but uh, they expect lower prize money at those meetings uh, here in the next eight months. So the CHR meeting meeting was on Thursday. Kind of take us through that, maybe a thumbnail sketch, some of the highlights and lowlights of that meeting. Well, there was, it was an extensive three-and-a-half-hour session, and one of the primary uh, subjects was, of course, the Northern California racing dates after the closure of Golden Gate Fields, uh, the planned closure of Golden Gate Fields in June. The California Authority of Racing Fairs, which operates most of the county fair circuit uh, in the north, has proposed a concept that would put racing at Sacramento or Pleasanton as early as uh, late September to replace the dates that were previously held by Golden Gate. Um, it was brought forward that the idea is in the early stages. There is a lot to work on, and that <clears throat> it may be very difficult to uh, to, to complete the, uh, the the preparations in advance of late September. It has to be done if there is going to be any continuity in southern in northern California racing. They must keep the people who will remain in that corner of the United States there, because if they scatter to different points, some are coming down here. To Southern California, others may choose to go in other directions. It's going to be very difficult for them to come back. And without a year-round circuit, the future of the county fair circuit in the north is in jeopardy. So that's that's what's at stake, is, is really the survival of the north. 
Uh, it, they could go to Pleasanton re- probably more quickly and more easily than they could build or organize at Sacramento because Sacramento has a harness race meeting that runs two seasons a year and has a, has a contract through 2030. So that's a six-year deal that's not going away. Pleasanton, there were some fire- has, Sorry, Steve. Go ahead. You, you were going to say perhaps the thought of the infield uh, track that I, I, I suppose you were going to mention that there has been some ideas of an infield track for the harness to race over seven eights that hasn't been built yet that'd be difficult to do and the harness people pushed back from that so and i was also going to mention some fireworks steve of uh that the couple few toc northern cal directors quit as well yeah they were upset that uh the board which has always has always had a southern bent in the 30-year history of the organization uh was no longer representing the south um, the north rather as as much as they wanted it to be uh and therefore Johnny Tabawada, Lindsey LaRoche, and trainer Ed Mosier, all three board members, uh, resigned and uh, were replaced earlier this week. Um, one of the new members is John Harris, the legendary breeder. And all those people that were just appointed, will, all three of them, will come up for re-election in the, um, in the spring for the TOC's annual elections. The TOC board could look different this summer than it does today. So this is a stopgap measure. Uh, there were 26 speakers at the end of the meeting who spoke in, in uh, support of Northern California racing in many regards. Uh, they are uh, eager to see it continue if they can. And I think Pleasanton may be their sh- best short-term solution just to keep some sport going in the north after the conclusion of the fair, the primary portion of the summertime prayer cir- uh, fair circuit in September. So at the same time, uh, the Southern California racing interests and the TOC, as stated in the letter that you described a moment ago, have asked for simulcast dollars to be from the north to be rededicated to pay bills in the south, and they have not supported a year-round calendar for the north. And therefore, that's caused, as mentioned, a lot of animosity between the two sides of the state and a lot of uncertainty as to what's going to happen in the second half of 2024. John Lindo, what do you have for Steve? Well, Steve, the one thing that... that was kind of disappointing to me at that CHRB meeting. You know, the whole talk about trying to create a different circuit for Northern California, possibly racing at Sacramento with Pleasanton as a backup, there weren't any numbers. What would it cost to, to build an inner track at Sacramento? What would be the cost to, to transfer, you know, to make the changes that have to be made? There are no agreements signed with whether it be uh, Sacramento or Pleasanton. The horsemen haven't signed off on anything. Everything at this point is on a conceptual basis. And, and we're talking, you know, it's late to try and get the stuff done now. We know how long it takes to get all these types of things, uh, letters uh, signed and, you know, I's dotted, T's crossed, and everything else. And you can't go by concept anymore. And it got to the point where, okay, we'll, we'll come back and talk. There's no meeting by the CHRB in February. So the next meeting's in March, and they're going to come back to talk about these dates in March. Well, it's awful late to try and set something up for the second part of the year if we're not going to get to it in March. At a certain point, the, the, all the, you know, the groups involved have to make a decision whether it's unpleasant, somebody's not going to be happy. So you're just going to have to make a decision, go with it, and move forward. You can't keep delaying what might be inevitable. If a deal is not finalized by March, it's very difficult. If a deal is not finalized later in the spring, it'll probably be impossible. So that's why I think Pleasanton might be their best bet for for the final quarter of 2024 to continue racing in the north, simply because there's less complications to go there. And there are issues related to moving to that venue, too. But nonetheless, I think they're, they're less so than Sacramento, largely because of the presence of the harness people who race 
at this time of year and uh, don't want to give up their uh, their location by any means, and it's understandable. They have a contract. and uh, But unfortunately, that affects thoroughbred racing in the north, and I think that's why Pleasanton might be a more viable solution uh, at the end of September. Well, Steve, we appreciate you joining us today. Keep up the great work. Uh, times are, are very interesting, that's for sure, and uh, we will keep following you. So thanks for joining us. Thanks, guys. All right, that was Steve Anderson from Daily Racing Forum. And, John, before we kind of get into a little bit of handicapping today, uh, let's mention uh, Tom Hammond, who was a longtime broadcaster and known for his work at NBC, will be receiving a special Eclipse Award for Career Excellence at this year's Eclipse Dinner. This is the same award our good friend Jay Pribman won or was awarded last year same thing for career excellence and i never got to meet tom hammond i've admired his work and he is just a pro's pro john i mean he loves thoroughbred racing he did a great job for decades i'm a fan of tom hammond as well bob back when you know we we were younger horse players he had a show called the winner's circle which was like a half hour recap show every week and back then, we could not pull up every race from around the country that we wanted to see at, you know, on the tip of your finger on a computer. So those weekly wrap-ups where you got to see the stakes races around the country, you could learn about the horses from around the country and what, you know, get a look at how good they really were. And it really helped us become better handicappers and better fans. And then, you know, he was involved at the very beginning with the Breeders' Cup. I thought he did a terrific job co-hosting and creating so much of that and uh, you know he did a lot on the production side which we don't see on on the television but uh, a, a guy that's been involved with the horse racing industry for 50 years he made it a, a, a better product for us to watch and learn about and i think a very very well deserved tom hammond uh, like i said i'd like to meet him he's, he's i'm a big fan yeah i was reading john in, in the bio that came out for the first breeders cup it seemed like he was kind of given the job of as hosting as sort of a one and done, but he did such a great job on it. I, I you know, he had the job for thirty years, <laughs> so uh, he was just a complete pro. He covered the Olympics, did a lot of different things. So, congratulations to Tom Hammond. Let's do some handicapping, John. And uh, your selection sheet, the Lindo Report, is out today. Available at todaysracingdigest.com. Always free for the customers at the South Point. And on weekends, John, you handicap not only Santa Anita but also that coast-to-coast -coast bet. And uh, as you mentioned, that starts in the ninth race today at Gulfstream Park at about, uh, what, 106, is that right? And then goes through the uh, three races at Gulfstream, ends up back here at Santa Anita for the fifth and sixth. So you gave full coverage on the coast-to-coast, -coast, but let's promote the South Point and let's get a pick from Santa Anita. But we've got the football playoffs again this weekend, Saturday and Sunday. If you want to get out to the South Point to catch, whether it be the horses, the football, everything else going on, you contact Steve Johnson at the South Point, 866-780-7223. Ask him how you can get the uh, the, uh, horse, uh, the Thoroughbred LA horse players rate. And uh, believe me, it's a great spot to watch and wager. And, you know, between the race book and, and sports book, which are separate, is that hot dog cart, which has Bob, uh, Bob Ike's name right on it. So uh, a good spot to find there. As far as the radio play, Bob, I'm going to go to race number seven at Santa Anita today. Let's hope the rain holds off because this is on the grass. And number nine, American Dream Maker missed the break in his, in, uh, his debut. 
but he really finished well, and he galloped out like a train. I thought it was a very good uh, debut prep race. He gets uh, a mile and an eight today. I think that the extra dis- distance is only going to help. He should have a little bit more tactical speed if he breaks, and I just think he's going to improve a lot second time out of the box. Four to one on the program. Number nine, American Dream Maker, race number seven at Santa Anita. And I know, Bob, you like that coast-to-coast pick five. You looked at both Santa Anita and Gulfstream Park. Did you have anything that you want to give out on the radio today at either track? Yeah, I'm going to give out a Gulfstream pick. I uh, I let the weatherman sway me here, and and uh, they got another F, John. Uh, the, the climate experts continue to get Fs, in my opinion. Uh, so I did not do my sheet because I thought, well, it's going to be rained off turf and we're going to have uh, some shorter fields and not know what's happening. But I did look at the coast-to-coast. I'm going to go to the last race at Gulfstream. I'm going to take a wild stab on a 30-to-1 shot. This is a this is a turf race. Mile and the 16th for Maidens going on the grass. And number two, Trap Line has a ton of turf pedigree, a half uh, related to four turf winners, including, this is what I like, John, three of which won the first time they ever tried turf. No matter what their dirt or synthetic form looked like, they all improved a ton on turf. So Trap Line didn't break at all first time out, ran around the track, only beat one horse at 15 to 1, but I think you'll see a whole lot better going to the grass today first time Lasix, and the price is definitely right. So this is the middle leg of that coast-to-coast, and the last race at Gulfstream, race 11, number two, trap line, 30-1 to on the morning line. Let's take a bomber there to, to try to blow it up today. John, let's take our first time out. When we come back, Bob Mazursky and Bruce Finkelstein from BetOnBruce.com. That'll be the next segment. You're listening to Thoroughbred Los Angeles, a Saturday edition on AM 830 and on the Angels radio app. Angels Radio. AM 830. Fans, the top jockeys, the top horses, they are all here at spectacular Santa Anita this winter. With first post time this weekend at 12.30 p.m., Saturday's nine-race card will be highlighted by the great three La Cunata stakes as older fillies and mares go a mile and one-sixteenth on the main track. And horse players, check out our new wagering menu that includes the traditional pick six with a $1 minimum as well as the coast-to-coast pick five. It's a $1 wager with a low 15% takeout that combines five races from both Santa Anita and Goldstream Park. You can get free coast-to-coast pass performances at SantaAnita.com slash coast. Additionally, our popular $3 all-turf pick three is back, showcasing the final three turf races each day. And check out our new $1 trifectas and rolling pick threes with bigger payouts the order of the day. Santa Anita, it's the great race place. 
developed by Horseman. Horsebills.com is a cost-effective, time-saving, environment-friendly, paperless revolution of how equine industries bill and receive payments. Vendors are able to generate electronic invoices for each horse, whose owners can pay through the same website with just one click. Say goodbye to stacks of invoices, handwritten checks, and postage costs. Easy accounting for all parties with the highest online security measures. Get started free at Horsebills.com. Simply register with your name and email address. Free to sign up. No subscription fees to vendors until the first invoice is sent. For owners, you get a free account, comprehensive dashboard with information on all horses owned and billing records, ACH and credit card payment options. For vendors, generate invoices efficiently and receive payments quickly from both owners and other vendors. Syndicate and partnership managers get flexible billing and payment options to both vendors and syndicate members. For more info, call 888-938-4643, 888-938-4643, or log on to horsebills.com. That's horsebills.com. Attention Inland Empire racing fans. Watching and wagering on the races just got easier. The Derby Room located at Fairplex Park is open and ready to serve you. Watch and wager in the newly renovated Derby Room on races across the country starting at 9 a.m. each Wednesday through Sunday. Televisions throughout the Derby Room will keep you up to date on all sporting events. Add in great food and a great atmosphere and you'll have the ultimate horse player experience. For upcoming promotions, go to thederbyroom.com, thederbyroom.com. See you at the Derby Room, 2201 North White Avenue in Pomona. Let Legacy Ranch prepare your horses the right way before heading to the racetrack. Farm trainer Terry Knight oversees the five furlong training track meticulously maintained by well-known track supervisor Richard Tedesco. Your horses will get the time, experience, and individual attention they need to be fully prepped and give them their best chance for success at the races. Located in Clements, California, the 145 acres of Legacy Ranch provides large pastures and grass paddocks, too. For more information or to schedule a visit to Legacy Ranch, call Farm Manager Terry Knight at 510-928-4980 or log on to LegacyRanchInc.com. Don't forget to check out the Red Hot Legacy Ranch Stallion Straight Fire, Clubhouse Ride, and Mr. Big on your visit. Don't get left at the gate. Be part of the winning team at Legacy Ranch. Online at LegacyRanchInc.com. G'day, this is Michael Rona, and you're listening to Thoroughbred Los Angeles on AM 830 KLAA. Welcome back, Thoroughbred Los Angeles. Bob Ike and John Lindo. It's John, it's time for Cowbred of the Week, and surprise, surprise, it's an old familiar name of ours, a good friend, too. <laughs> an absolute good friend. <laughs> Always happy to mention the chosen Braun who won the Cal Cup Sprint last Saturday at Santa Anita. The chosen Braun by Vronsky out of the Tis Wonderful Mare, Tis Molly, was bred by the Tis Molly Partners, owned by Sondraker Racing, Cruel Jack, Fetkin, and Thornburg, trained by Eric Cruel Jack. He now has 15 wins from 20 lifetime starts. 14 of those wins are stakes races. The winner's share of $90,000 brings his career earnings over $1.239 million. Just a tremendous racehorse. Uh, I'm an absolute fan. Can't wait to see him run again and uh, looking forward to the, uh, seeing him uh, on the track anytime he runs. Our Calvert of the Week, the chosen Ron. John, not too many people own their own personal ATM machine, but uh, these <laughs> connections certainly do. Every time he goes out there, he just banks more money. Well, I, and, you know, it's just so much fun to watch him run because he's one of those horses, if you've ever owned or, you know, even when you, you play the races, 
at the eighth pole, if he's got a chance, you just smile because you know he's going to get there. Uh, you don't worry about going head and head to the wire. He, he's just going to get there. And those are the kind of horses that make fans out of a lot of people. John, tell us about the CTBA winter mix sale that's going to take place out at Fairplex. Right. That'll come up on Tuesday, January the 30th at Fairplex Park. Sale starts at 12 noon. Uh, a lot of cowbreds in there, including a lot of newly turned two-year-olds. So there's a good chance there to try and If you're looking for a young horse to get started this year, check it out. The CTBA winter mix sale, Tuesday, January 30th, Fairplex Park. Sale starts at 12 noon. Let's bring in Bob Mazursky from today's Racing Digest, also the handicapper for the Southern California paper, newspaper group. And uh, good morning, Bob. Big weekend for you. Yes, it is. Hi, Bob. Hi, John. Good morning to you. Uh, before we get into the biggest part of your weekend, let's uh, talk about today's La Cañada, which goes as the eighth race, grade three, hundred thousand dollars added. We've got a heavy morning line favorite in Midnight Memories. How'd you see the race, Bob? Yeah, I definitely think she's the one to beat. You know, her and Desert Dawn ran 1-2 in the Bayacoa last month at Los Al. And Midnight Memories, that was a race coming off a long layoff. On, on the turn, it looked like she was going nowhere. It looked like Desert Dawn got the jump on her, opened up on her, and was a, unable to hold her off late. So Midnight Memories should have moved forward off the race. Desert Dawn, Phil D'Amato thought she was moved too soon that day. I tend to disagree. I think she's just one of those horses that seems to always settle for second or third. I mean, I, you know, she gets Pratt today, so maybe that'll make a difference. And then among the others, you know, Musical Mischief, I think she's a better horse on dirt, and the same goes for Coffee at Bed. So I think if there's an upset, it'll be one of those two. But I think Midnight Memories is definitely the one to beat. John Lindo, uh, you and Bob are bigger NFL fans than I am, so I'm going to let you uh, jump right in with the next question to Bob. Yeah, before we get a radio play from you, Bob Mazursky, put on your leather helmet first of all and, <laughs> and tell me a little bit about is Jordan Love going to come up with the kind of game that he produced for the Green Bay Packers last week tonight against the San Francisco 49ers? And, and Bob Ike, I only wish that we invited Janine Sahadi, who is America's biggest 49er fan, and, and Bob Mazursky to the same uh, dinner tonight to watch that game. We, we missed an opportunity here. Yeah, that that was something last week, and you know, I, in the middle of the season, I was not sure about him, and he certainly has improved a ton. And just I think coaching and just getting experience, and he certainly looks like we have another good quarterback uh, for the long term. So that's the one thing. No matter what happens tonight, this has been a successful season as far as I'm concerned. I didn't expect him to still be playing now the way the thing season was going when they were three and six. So I think the future's bright. They have a lot of good young players. So no matter, like I said, no matter what happens tonight, and I know it's going to be very tough to beat the 49ers. They haven't been able to do it in the playoffs for a while, but uh, I'm looking forward to the future, that's for sure, no matter what happens tonight. Come on, John. You, you Bob played past the leather helmet era. I mean, they, they had the hard plastic helmets <laughs> when Bob played. I'm not sure if they used face masks then, but, you know, it was definitely after the leather leather helmets uh bob take a look at santa anita and give us a radio play please i'm going to go to the last race today and hope the race stays on the turf you know like you said it looks like the rain's going to hold up so i like the first time gelding number five pioneer prince he's dropping in for attack for the first time he's run against better horses i hope gelding makes a difference like it did with ship and scam yesterday that was a horse that had a bunch of chances he ran on the first time gelding yesterday and was able to get the job done so i like number five pioneer prince in race nine Good luck tonight, Bob. Good luck with the races, and uh, hope to see you tomorrow. Weather permitting, uh, we could be out there for a, a celebration tomorrow at Santa Anita. That is true. We'll hope the weather holds off. Take care, guys. Right. Good luck today.
That was Bob Mazursky. Let's bring in Bruce Finkelstein from BetOnBruce.com. Good morning, Bruce. How are you today? Good morning, Bob. Good morning, John. How's it going, guys? Doing really well and uh, hoping for some some clear sailing today with the weather. Let's hope it holds off. Uh, before we get into northern and southern Cal, we wanted you to preview the Lecomte Stakes. That's at Fairgrounds today. Race 13 of 13 on a long marathon card. How'd you see it? Yeah, this one will definitely be uh, under, well, you would think it'd be under the lights, the 13th, the Fairgrounds today. Um, neat race. A uh, couple, of, a few of these horses got together and uh, ran against each other in the Gunrunner Stakes. The winner that day was Track Phantom, who is definitely the horse to beat. The horse they bet that day was Nash uh, as the one to two favorite. And I bring Nash up, not that I necessarily like Nash today, but I'm wondering if maybe you're going to see a possible change in tactics out of Nash because his best race was on the lead. They raided him last time. That didn't work. Track Phantom pretty much uh, beat him without an excuse. So from the inside, there might be a little different pace. It was a fast pace. It could even be faster today. The rail horse next level is a front runner. Nash could be more aggressively written. Uh, definitely track Phantom, the horse to beat. The interesting horse is the other Brad Cox horse, is the lightly raced five Ethan Energy. Uh, he stretched out to two turns after a nondescript sprint race at Keeneland in the debut. This horse was in the two-path, uh, middle of the pack, made a four-wide move in the turn, and just dominated late in a good-looking stretch run. It's funny because these uh, races were run on the same card. Now, Ethan's Energy's win was slower by about three lengths. However, the fractions were slower. So I'm thinking that maybe there's a little upside to him. Maybe he'll even have more to run at in this particular effort. I know Brad Cox is not setting it up for his other horse, but it may just turn out that way. So uh, I, I kind of like the five Ethan Energy, the horse with upside, only making his third star. Track Phantom's win was commendable. He broke my heart. I really liked the, the second horse that day, Sneed. He took on the speed and kept going. He ran faster than my top horse, Ethan Energy, on that card the final time. So he is strictly the horse to beat. But I kind of like the horse that maybe has the upside. So I would, I would go with the five Ethan energy and definitely use the seven track phantom. John Linda, we've got the golden hour bets. I know you always like to get a pick from Bruce up North. So jump on in. I will do that just real quick. Uh, as far as following up on the Lecomte, there are two scratches in that race. Bruce, number one, next level is out and it's no, number eight. Awesome road is out. So feel the six in there. So that'll reduce the pace a little bit, but not a whole lot. I think with Nash and track phantom, the pace is still going to be legit. Glad- and, John, I'm bringing that up. At this point, let me throw it back to you. Is Florent Giroux almost now, um, you know, obligated from that inside draw to go? It, it would, you, you would think so, wouldn't you, with Nash today? Oh, he has to go. He has to hold the rail going into that first turn, no doubt. Yeah, which could, which could set it up, hopefully, for the other bad or so that's the hope. All right, well, let's come back to California. We're still in play both at Golden Gate and Santa Anita today. Uh, so many other cancellations around the country. Did you have anything you liked today up at Golden Gate? Yeah, let's go to one of those Golden Hour races. In fact, let's go to the finale, the eighth race. This is a good starter allowance, $50,000 race. And uh, first off, let's talk race shape. It should be quick up front here. You have a front-running winner at this level, even though it was DQ town performer. The six-horse Peter Flies is very quick. And even the bottom horse looking to excel, who's the favorite, at times shows speed. 
I like the recent maiden winner, the two running on fire. He's come back better as a four-year-old. It took him a few starts to break maiden. He broke maiden in his seventh start. Um, he stalked three wide and had a battle down the lane. It was a good-looking race. Uh, Alvarado had to kind of get after him a little bit, but I thought he responded nicely in that straight maiden race. He takes an easier path. He doesn't go to a an allowance race. He goes to a starter race, so maybe a little easier path than, than running against tougher. He's got the off-the-pace style. He showed that last time out. Should get a great setup here today. So in race eight, I'm going to go with the two running on fire for Steve Specht at 5-1 to one on the morning line. And how about coming south, Bruce? Yeah, let's go to the fourth race. And I really think the four Mystic Flyer could kind of turn around his poor performances of late. I'm going to chalk up his last three poor performances to surface. Um, he has never run well, and he has not run particularly well in any three of those grass starts. He's shown speed and faded. Those were against Calbred Allowance horses. But let's look back at his his dirt record. He's far better. In fact, he was second at Del Mar in a Calbred Allowance horse behind a very impressive winner, Stamp My Passport. I like the moves today by Mike McCarthy. Not only back on dirt, but dropping into a now-winners two-lifetime claimer. Uh, I think he's fast enough to make the lead in a race where there's not a tremendous amount of speed. So let's look for this horse to really turn his fortunes around. Fourth race before Mystic Flyer listed at 5-1 to one on the morning line. Bruce, tell us what's available today at the website. Yeah, so we threw a new wrinkle in today because I wasn't sure about the weather. We did uh, the last eight races of the card, best bets at Fairgrounds. Excellent card today, full card at Santa Anita, late races from Gulfstream, also mainly late races today from Golden Gate, audio included on a couple of those options. Check us out at betonbruce.com. Great job, Bruce. Talk to you again next Saturday. Thank you. You got it. Take care. All right, that was Bruce Finkelstein. Let's take our next time out. When we come back, John Hardoon from the Rags and Sheets, Toby Callett at tobycallett.com. We'll talk about uh, what's going on in Florida with him. That is the next segment, and you're listening to Thoroughbred Los Angeles, a Saturday edition on AM 830 and on the Angels radio app. Oh, this dude is out of sight. <laughs> Everything he does seems to come out right. Radio. AM830. Now more than ever, it pays to own a cow bread. Owners of a registered California bread maiden shall be paid $17,500 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Southern California and a $10,000 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Northern California. These bonus awards are in addition to all regular purse monies won and will be paid within 30 days after the win. California bred $50,000 or less maiden claiming winners will be eligible for the current $40,000 or less starter races too. Take advantage of these tremendous new incentive programs by breeding and buying cow breads. For information, call the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association at 626-445-7800. That's 626-445-7800. Or log on to ctba.com. And remember, it pays to own a cow bread. 
Nearly 50 years ago, Len Ragazin formulated the idea of speed ratings. Today, the Ragazin sheets are still America's premier speed rating product. Who uses Len Ragazin speed ratings? Trainers use the Ragazin sheets to place their horses. Breeders check the Ragazin sheets before making million-dollar decisions. And jockey agents consult the Ragazin sheets when choosing which horse to ride. But most importantly, the Ragazin sheets are used by players like you. The Ragazin Sheets are available online at thesheets.com. Our website also offers free introductory material, including an online seminar. You can also receive free introductory material by calling us directly at 212-674-3123. That's the Ragazin Sheets at 212-674-3123. Ragazin, the most respected name in racing. From Golden Gate to Santa Anita to Del Mar, and everywhere racing is conducted in California, Bruce Finkelstein's Bet on Bruce has you covered. Full card selections available every racing day at betonbruce.com. Get advice on multi-wager ticket structures and improve your return on investment with Bruce Finkelstein's betonbruce.com. Bet on experience. Betonbruce.com. Horse players, Los Alamitos has a big pick six carryover of over $29,000 this Saturday night. And with the new money to be wagered on Saturday, the total pool could be over $100,000. Remember, racing fans, Los Alamitos offers a traditional $2 pick six with no jackpot provisions. Our first post on Saturday night follows the final race at Santa Anita. It should be a great pick six sequence at beautiful Los Alamitos Racecourse. And as always, the best of quarter horse racing continues at Los Alamitos Racecourse every Saturday and Sunday night, featuring two of night racing's best bets, the early and late pick fours. Looking for a great spot to enjoy the live racing action? The Vessels Club has a great table just for you. Inside seating and patio tables are available. For reservations, call 714-820-2681. And of course, Burgard Sports Bar is open for every live racing program. The best of racing, a great pick six wager. Always at Los Alamitos. Remember, we have a pick six carryover of over $29,000 this Saturday night. Angels Radio. AM 30. Welcome back, Thoroughbred Los Angeles, Bob Ike, John Lindo, and uh, John, is Nella enjoying my bumper music today? Uh, Nella loves it, and uh, she gave me both thumbs up. Uh, you're hired as, as a musical director for next week. How's that? No, no we're, we're going to rotate. I'm, we're going to go half and half. She gets to do next week. So I just wanted okay. to make sure we got her listing. That's what counts. Um, let's bring in John Hardoon from the Rags and Sheets. Good morning, John. Good morning, Bob. Good morning, John. How are you guys doing? We're doing well. And, John, you're a grinder. You do all kinds of tracks day in and day out. And uh, this must seem like a vacation for you today with all the cancellations. Yeah, I loved it. I mean, it's so cold <laughs> in New York. Don't ask. It, it's freezing here. It really is. It's a beautiful day. It's just single digits. So if you could deal with the weather, you're okay. Well, you've, you still have a few options left, and John Lindo's going to get your first play, and you're, you're, you're limited, but, you know, we still have Aqueduct, we still have Santa Anita, we still have Fairgrounds, so John Lindo, jump in. No, we don't have Aqueduct, but I know John is I'm sorry, we don't have Aqueduct, right. Right. He's put together Fairgrounds, Gulfstream, and Santa Anita for the players, so, John, where do you want to go for your first play today? 
Well, let's go to Gulfstream and look at race five. It's five and a half furlongs on Tapita, and I love a horse in here. I love the number six horse, Temerity. This is a five-year-old mare from the Fernando Abreu barn. Big rider switch today to Tyler Gaffleone. She's listed at 9 to 2 on the morning line. There's a ton of early speed in this race to set things up for her. I like number six, Temerity, to win today's fifth race out at Gulfstream. Okay, so we got a Gulfstream pick there. And uh, how about a second play from you, John? We're going to go to Fairgrounds and look at race number 11. It's a mile and a 16th on the turf. It's one of their stake races. And this is a terrific betting race here, full field of nine. And I like the number six horse in here. Who took the money? This is a six-year-old gelding from the Brett Calhoun barn. Deshaun Parker aboard to ride. This horse is listed at 8-1 to one on the morning line. Five starts at Fairgrounds on the turf course with three wins in two seconds. So, obviously, he likes the course. Number six, who took the money? Upsets and wins today's 11th race out at Fairgrounds. Okay, John, so tell us. I've got that horse scratched out of the 11th race at Fairgrounds today, John. Uh Ouch. Okay, now we got to pull an ultimate. Uh, <laughs> let's go to Gulfstream and go to right back to Gulfstream. We're going to go and look at the sixth race today. We're going to play a double, fifth to the sixth. And in the sixth race, I like number three, Rhymes Like Dimes, a five-year-old from the uh, Javier Gonzalez farm. Is this real support to ride six to one on the morning line? I like number three, Rhymes Like Dimes, to win today's sixth race out at Gulfstream. All right, so Sorry, we got the hard... Hardoon double there at Gulfstream, the uh, fifth of the sixth. That works, John. And uh, tell us what tracks, again, that you did cover today, and tell us about the website. J-O-N-H-A-R-D-O-O-N.com. Three best plays, $10. Full car, $25. Today we have Gulfstream Fairgrounds and, of course, San Anita Selections. All right, John. We'll talk to you next weekend. Okay, guys. Stay safe and be well. Thank you. All right, that was John Hardoon. Let's bring in Toby Callett from tobycallett.com. Good morning, Toby. Hey, Bob, how are you? We're well, and uh, you have one of the only places in the country that appears to have good weather today, right? Fast and firm at Gulfstream. Fast and firm. The second race just left the gate, and they're uh, they're on the turf. Uh, We should be fine. A little cool, a little breezy, you know, by uh, our usual standards. It's 68 degrees here right now. But uh, ready, ready to rumble. Uh, good card. Uh, the, your coast-to-coast play today should have a huge pull. And uh, I'm going to try to get you started off properly in there with the ninth race today. It's the feature. It's the Sunshine Classic. And the Bob Ike angle, I believe, is going to come into play big here. There's a whole bunch of horses that are running in here that, uh, when they're off LASIK, aren't quite as good as when they are on LASIK. And uh, I think one of which that will help to add a lot of value to the coast-to-coast pick five, is number three, cashier check. A cashier check, he shows all Tepeda and turf on his form. But the fact of the matter is, is that he started his career uh, racing on dirt. Uh, he won a race as a two-year-old without laces. Uh, his last race at Tampa Bay down on the dirt, uh, he had a miserable trip. I know it's a long, long time ago. But I see where they lured Irad Ortiz Jr. to ride this horse. Uh, big move, in my opinion. And uh, he's only 12 to 1 on the morning line. So please don't overlook this one. His main rivals are the one Octane and the two lure him in. And we'll look also at the Skipper 2, the 6. Uh, the one Octane and the six, the Skipper 2 are both trained by Juan Alvarado, another angle always to pay attention to. 
from team to three around the one, two, and six to get all the six in today's ninth and a big start to the coast-to-coast kickoff. That works, Toby. Kicking off with a 12 to 1 against a, a horse I think will be a pretty solid favorite in Octane. So, uh, definitely great value there. John Lindo, I know you wanted Toby to maybe look, look ahead just a little bit to next week. So, come on in. Yeah, well, Toby, want to make sure everybody knows Pegasus, Pegasus World Cup Day is next Saturday. Obviously, you'll have full coverage. And, uh, you know, before I ask you when they draw on that, yeah, you you had uh, sent me a note that uh, you you know Tom Hammond is a, a gentleman that uh, Bob Ike and I never met. So tell us a little bit about Tom Hammond. Well, the first thing that that, that you'll like about him is that he is a gentleman, and uh, for our Jewish listeners out there, he's a mensch, uh, which means he's a good guy. Uh, on top of that, the next thing you'll like about him is that he bets, and uh, he doesn't moan and groan and cry. He bets when he wins, he wins when he loses, he loses. Um, just a good guy. Uh, he and Mike Battaglia, uh, the guy that uh, you'd be familiar with if you followed Kentucky racing for years, and also in, on NBC with uh, many British Cups and Derbies and, and the like, uh, they grew up together. So uh, they were pretty much of an entry in the uh, Keeneland press box. Um, certainly deserving. Uh, you know, speaking of mentors, we had Jay, you know, who is a known mensch from way back when. So uh, good guy to follow uh, the next season after uh, after Jay's award. And Toby uh, Pegasus next week, so we're looking forward to that, and let's hope uh, we keep great weather out there throughout the week. Well, you know the way I look at it, uh, the, the stakes races will be wonderful. Uh, we just hope that there's maiden grass races and uh, of all varieties, shapes, and forms, and uh, we'll be happy people. Tobycallet.com. Ninth race, number three, cashier's check at 12 to 1. Uh, that, that will work for us, Toby. Good luck, and we will talk to you next Saturday. Sounds good. Thanks, Bob. Thanks, John. Let's take our final time out. Michael Rona from Los Alamitos. That's the final segment of Thoroughbred Los Angeles on AM 830 and on the Angels radio app. Are you going to do it if you really don't want to dance by standing on the wall? Get your back up, Bob. Angels Radio, AMA 30. Fans, the top jockeys, the top horses, they are all here at spectacular Santa Anita this winter. With first post time this weekend at 12.30 p.m., Saturday's nine-race card will be highlighted by the great three La Cunada stakes as older fillies and mares go a mile and 116 on the main track. And horse players, check out our new wagering menu that includes the traditional pick six with a $1 minimum as well as the coast-to-coast pick five. It's a $1 wager with a low 15% takeout that combines five races from both Santa Anita and Goldstream Park. You can get free coast-to-coast pass performances at SantaAnita.com slash coast. Additionally, our popular $3 all-turf pick three is back, showcasing the final three turf races each day. And check out our new $1 trifectas and rolling pick threes with bigger payouts the order of the day. Santa Anita, it's the great race place. Attention Inland Empire Racing fans. 
Watching and wagering on the races just got easier. The Derby Room located at Fairplex Park is open and ready to serve you. Watch and wager in the newly renovated Derby Room on races across the country starting at 9 a.m. each Wednesday through Sunday. Televisions throughout the Derby Room will keep you up to date on all sporting events. Add in great food and a great atmosphere and you'll have the ultimate horse player experience. For upcoming promotions, go to TheDerbyRoom.com. TheDerbyRoom.com. See you at the Derby Room, 2201 North White Avenue in Pomona. Now, more than ever, it pays to own a cowbred. Owners of a registered California bred maiden shall be paid $17,500 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Southern California and a $10,000 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Northern California. These bonus awards are in addition to all regular purse monies won and will be paid within 30 days after the win. California bred $50,000 or less maiden claiming winners will be eligible for the current $40,000 or less starter races too. Take advantage of these tremendous new incentive programs by breeding and buying cowbreds. For information, call the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association at 626-445-7800. That's 626-445-7800 or log on to ctba.com. And remember, it pays to own a cowbred. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's Racebook has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Angels Radio. AM 830. Welcome back. Final segment, Thoroughbred Los Angeles. If you can't be out at Santa Anita today, get over to the Derby Room and join me. I will uh, jump in the car right after the show is over and head out there for a great day of racing. Uh, see Brandon and Monica out there. Tell me you heard about it right here on Thoroughbred Los Angeles. And John Lindo, when we had Bruce on, I fully neglected his great score from last Sunday. So let me go back. This is from uh, betonbruce.com. Bruce Finkelstein gave out as a best bet. First race on Sunday, Sham Rockin'. Well, that only paid $111.80. The $2 exacta paid $5.60, and the dollar trifecta paid $6.67 on a $6 play. Bruce, sorry we forgot that, but we got it in now. Sham Rockin' rocked the world there at $111. That available at betonbruce.com. Let's bring in Michael Rona from Los Alamitos. Good morning, Michael. G'day, Bob. Well, I was happy enough with my pick last week. You can run <laughs> saluting at 5 to 2 on the morning line, off at 9 to 5, but uh, I'll pull my head in. 
in the wake of this uh, revelation of Bruce's bonanza. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, that's hard to beat $111, Michael. Uh, but you did get your streak going again. That's what counts. First of all, tell us about the AQ, AQHA champions. And I know Los Alamitos had some representations. Those awards were announced last week. Yeah, they were at a ceremony in Oklahoma on Wednesday evening. Look, uh, Mr. Fang, inexplicable. And controversial are the first adjectives that come to mind. They gave the champion two-year-old award to Cowboys Gun Z, who scored an upset win in the All-American Futurity at Riadoso, which is the sport's richest race, and he did narrowly defeat the other two nominees, the Philly Dark Enemy and Train Station Z. However, Cowboys Gun Z did nothing much else, including finishing down the track in one of Dark Enemy's three major Futurity wins, and, of course, Train Station V headed west and swept a pair of big late-season futurities at Los Al. As for Horse of the Year, Danger was crowned posthumously after dying of a reported aneurysm in June. He raced only twice last year, winning a pair of grade ones very impressively, but the two races make a season. Both Flashback and Impressin, the exacter horses and the champion of champions, won multiple major stakes amidst an entire season of high-class performances. Now, Danger was deservedly voted world champion quarter horse for 2021 and had a tremendous career, which included finishing third in the 2022 Champion of Champions behind Impressum and April the Nicholas Pence. But again, he raced only twice subsequently, and as tragic as his mid-season demise was, a second Horse of the Year award has raised plenty of eyebrows. Rest assured, I'm not the only person who's been scratching his head in the wake of some of these national award winners announced by the American Quarter Horse Association. Uh, the California award winners will be revealed this coming Friday night at Los Alamitos. Uh, the public is welcome to attend the awards banquet, which I'll be emceeing. And for ticket info, uh, visit losalamitos.com. John Linda, what do you have for Michael? Well, the feature tonight at Los Alamitos is for the horse players. We've got a pick six carryover, Michael, $29,000 already in the pot, and it looks like a pretty good sequence. Yes, commencing with race four on a nine-race card uh, carryover, as you said, John, of almost 30000 a nice enticement indeed, and our first post is 6 o'clock. There is a rain guaranteed uh, at Cyprus in the next couple of hours, tapering off across the first half of the afternoon, and then there's nothing forecast from about 3 o'clock until the races would finish. So hopefully we'll be okay. Uh, Michael, how about let's get a pick from you. You mentioned the, the winner from last week. How about two weeks in a row? Well, I'm going to the opener, uh, a race around the turn, a 1,000-yard maiden for three-year-olds. Number six, Pika House, caught my eye last time out. Just his second career start first under the lights, when he stumbled badly just after the start. He was bumped by the horse on his outside. It really doesn't show up unless you watch the head-on replay. The extent of the stumble was quite significant. He lost considerable ground. He recovered well to finish third. Uh, Edward Freeman is the trainer. Francisco Orduna Rojas re-rides on a two-week turnaround, and I think he's got a good look here at 4-1, to one on Ed Bergard's morning line. So race one, number six, pick a house for me. 
And Michael, everything available, all that information at LosAlamitos.com, including the uh, videos, which we like so much. Thank you very much. We're going to make it two weeks in a row with you, and uh, let's keep the rain away, Michael. Indeed. Thanks, fellas. Thank you very much for listening today, and thanks to Jake Rich Inside, who did a great job as usual, my co-host John Lindo for putting all this together. Mike Wilman's here tomorrow from 8 to 10. Andy Harris is next up with the SoCal Restaurant Show. Don't forget, first post today at Santa Anita is 12.30, a nine-race card. Lots of cancellations around the country, but uh, let's keep our focus here. Let's keep the rain away and have a great day of gambling. Good luck out there. Thanks for listening, and we will talk to you again next Saturday. Good luck today. Heard of a talking horse? Well, listen to this. I am Mr. Ed.